Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And we're here today to talk about a new film called The Dead Don't Die. Uh, this is the latest joint from <laughs> director Jim Jarmusch and it features Bill Murray and Adam Driver and Chloe Sevigny, Tom Waits, Steve Buscemi, um, Danny Glover, a whole bunch of folks. Mm-hmm. And they all play characters uh, that live in a town called Centerville. And sort of kind of dip in on a day in their life. And you see through some of the stuff that they're talking about um, and the stuff, uh, reports in the news, that things are a little off kilter in the world. Um, There's a lot of uh, polar fracking going on and that's supposedly messing with the Earth's axis. (laughs) And the days are getting longer. And then the next thing you know, there's zombies. Mm -hmm. And there you go. (laughs) There you go. So, you know, I... I love the actors involved in this. And I, when we saw the trailer a few months ago, I was really excited because I love Bill Murray. I love Tilda Swinton. I like Adam Driver and um, all these great actors. Um, it's fun. It's nice to see them on the screen. Um, but that's not enough. And I feel like this movie doesn't give them the script that they deserve in order to make a good movie. Um, it feels like to me, it feels like Jim Jarmusch just got like some friends together and Hey, said, Hey, we're going to make a movie. Um, but with just kind of an idea of what it was about. And, um, it, it, it just personally didn't work for me. Um, you know, there, there are some, it's supposed to be a comedy, I think. And there are some genuinely funny moments. Um, but a lot of it just fell flat. And, um, you know, there, there are some running gags that were kind of funny, particularly I like the one about the theme song and I kind of like the theme song, but, um, yeah, for the most part, it just didn't work. So, I don't know. That joke you... about the theme song was <laughs> not as funny as they continued to. Well, especially, yeah, after the third or fourth time. It was, yeah. Yeah. So... I went into this movie prepped. I had my guard up. I mean, that's because of Jim Jarmusch. And, um, you know, he's directed uh, a lot of movies over the years. Um, Last Night on Earth, Mystery Train, Dead Man, um, Coffee and Cigarettes, Broken Flowers, which is a movie I I quite liked, and Patterson. Which I loved. Which was from three years ago. Had also had Adam Driver. And Mm -hmm. that was a really good movie. Yeah. And but he's he's different, right? Yeah. I mean, so the previews for this sell this as a you know, oh my gosh, it's a big you know, high action zombie movie, you mm-hmm. know, with all these actors that you know. But I knew, I mean, I just knew <laughs> that this was not going to be quite like that. So yeah. I, I went in and I had my guard up, but I was very curious about it. And even with me being prepped for it, it still threw me for a loop, and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like you, as you said. I mean, this has a, a lot of really good actors, but they they're just not enough. And this is this movie more than anything that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> reminded me of the quote from late great film critic Gene Siskel, <laughs> where he said one time, "This is sort of a standard he had, mm-hmm. which is, is this film more interesting than a documentary of the same actors having lunch?" Oh yes. And this that's this movie yeah. to a T. No, I'd give anything to see these actors having lunch together. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. unfortunately, this movie does not live up to that, no, for sure. No. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, too, the zombie genre is a little played. It's yeah. so played. 
Um, and I knew that, again. But I thought, well, if Jim Jarmusch is, you know, he could inject something kind of different into it. Sure. And he really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, um, and and this the the, the 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 thing about this movie too that really doesn't doesn't work is I don't mind if a movie is got a you know a little arch to it or or you know a little deadpan, but these characters are so arch and they're so um, disconnected mm-hmm. from from just just everything in general mm-hmm. and how they portray themselves. <laughs> That's all cat, everybody. You can hear a cat. Um, but they are so disconnected that um, it made me not care about them. Right. So when things do go down and, you know, they start getting put in peril, I didn't really feel anything. And that's sort of, I feel like, a death knell for any film. Yeah. Whether it be a film about, you know, zombie attacks or whether it just be a drama or even a comedy or you know something. There's always a plot to a movie. Something always usually happens, right. and you want to care about that, and you mm-hmm. want to care about what's happening to these characters you're seeing on screen. And I didn't care about them. Right. They, the only thing that was tying me to these people was the fact that I recognized very blatantly these actors, mm-hmm. and you know they they do they do kind of pull you out of the movie uh, a lot because, you know, they, they reference, I mean, they reference the characters, the theme song of the movie. Yeah. Um, there is an in-joke about Star Wars with Adam Driver that <laughs> just, even the way it's done, it just kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, the characters talk about having read the script. Yeah, this movie takes great pleasure in, in breaking the fourth wall. And it's, you know, it was hard enough for me to kind of become involved in this story to begin with but then when the characters are you know referencing how you know they read the script and how they know what's happening at the end and I mean it just takes me out of it even more because then I'm like what's what's the point of this mm-hmm. I, I, I you know maybe uh, maybe there is some point and I'm just not getting it but I, yeah I didn't well know you know they go to great pains in this movie. Uh, probably Jim Jarmusch goes to great pains in this movie to to make points about various, like I think, uh, obviously ecology um, and consumerism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and especially the consumerism stuff. It mm-hmm. kind of comes along toward the end, and it is, it hits you over the head with a hammer. Yeah, and it is not subtle. And you know, I've talked before about you know, my philosophy on a mo- on a movie is. Um, I don't mind if it's trying to say something, mm-hmm. and I could admire that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's how it does it. I mean, a movie can even trying to be it can be trying to make a point that I hundred percent agree with. But if it does it in a too overt way, I'm I'm turned off. And um, this movie just I mean it, this movie so clumsily tried to make its points, especially toward the end. That I mean I was taken off guard for a moment. I'm like oh oh so we're now we're going to be preached at. Yeah, it literally does preach at you at the end. And it's so kind of sour. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's a downer. I mean, yeah. it really is. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, I liked a few things. Like, you know, the, the zombies are kind of obsessed with the things that they were obsessed with when they were alive. Mm-hmm. I, I, find that, I found that kind of amusing. Yeah, that was cute. But that, that didn't, you know, it wasn't enough to, to carry a movie, for sure. Um, and the... the you know, I mentioned to you after we saw it that some of the, a lot of the scenes that involve dialogue between each between the characters, um, they were so 
oddly paced and awkward that it reminded me of scenes from um, Twin Peaks The Return, the series which we watched a couple years ago. But where, I don't know, for whatever reason in that series, it it added to the strangeness um, and the creepiness of what was going on, the unsettled, you know, it made you feel uh, unease. Mm-hmm. And here it, it was just a slog to sit through and boring and weird and uh, it, yeah, I just didn't, it didn't work. So I don't know what he was going for, if, if he was going for something like that, or if he was, if he thought it was funny, but it, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It just didn't work. It just didn't work. Well, you mentioned Twin Peaks, yeah. um, which uh, re- leads into what I was going to say about um, uh, one of the things I like about this movie, mm-hmm. which is the cinematography. Yeah. I think it looks good. It does. You're right. Um, and uh, the cinematographer is Frederick Elms, who did do um, a couple of David Lynch movies. He did uh, Eraserhead oh. and Blue Velvet and... Um, uh, some other uh, right. Jim Jarmusch movies as well. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I'll say that I like, and this is a really weird thing, but, you know, David Lynch is, uh, I think, and this sounds, again, really odd, but he's the master of camera shots that look out from a car's front window. <laughs> yes. There's nothing There's nothing like David, a David Lynch movie <laughs> or even in a TV show where, like, somebody's driving and you're looking. You're at, looking you know, out at the highway. Yeah. yeah. The, he does those really well. <laughs> and I would say in this movie there are some shots akin to that. Right. Uh, and Jim Jarmusch does those well. Those are my... The cinematography <laughs> and the car shots are my, um, my big, two big uh, things in that. Oh, dear. So... I'm giving this a three. Oh, okay. How about you? I'm going with a four just because I like the actors and that's about and the cinematography and that's about it. Yeah. Um, it so our score is a three and a half. Uh, it is a fifty three percent rotten on the tomato meter. And the audience yeah. score for whatever that is worth is, is lower than that. So um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a missed opportunity, I think. Oh yeah, definitely oh so much talent here, but just misused. Mm. So all right. You, beware. Yes, beware of the dead. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks. 